0: In the gym and in the car With our advice you could go far We fuck things up and we make mistakes And talk about our sexy dates We host events and go to clubs But most of all we're still in love Getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well because it's bed hopping time. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers Podcast. My name's Mr. H. And I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode 169. And this is a very special episode. Not just because it has 69 in the title. <laughs> in fact, actually, this is more of a part two.
1: Oh yes, yes, part one. Has already gone
0: out. Yeah. So if you want to hear part one of this episode, head on over to the Wonderless Swingers podcast. And he- we're going to be talking all about the Winter Wonderland event that we held with the lovely Kate and Dow of Wonderless Swingers. Head over to their podcast, hear part one, and then seamlessly segue <laughs> into this one. Or if you want, just listen to part two. There's plenty to like in here. Yeah. This is, I mean, effectively, this is the best bit, really. I mean, I can't back that up at all.
1: I mean, we're the Wonderhoppers now. <laughs>
0: the Wonderhoppers We've podcast, yeah. We're a
1: new thing. <laughs> There's a new alliance.
0: Yeah, the yeah.
1: a new player has entered the game.
0: Exactly. So what we're going to do is in that one, we're going to talk all about the start right. of Winter Wonderland. Mm-hmm. This one, we're going to talk about all sorts of bits and bobs. So what we're going to do in a minute is play a recording that we made with Kate the other day, mm. uh, where we're going to go into some of the feedback, how it went, some of the there behind the scenes stuff. Mm. And maybe a little bit of the naughty stuff, maybe not maybe too much of that, bit. maybe a little bit of that, just just to you know, keep you listening. Um,
1: some, some good reflections and some constructives that we we took from it as well.
0: Yeah, so if you went to Winter Wonderland, this will definitely be the podcast view. If you didn't, I'm sure there's plenty to enjoy with us just nattering on between us and Kate, yeah. which is delightful. But before we jump into that, we've got an announcement.
1: Oh, we've just released the
0: information for our next social. Oh, I thought you were going to say that we're getting divorced. What? I know. Just so Terrible. we can get married again, right? Yeah, right, totally. We're going to have it's, a
1: Pokemon wedding.
0: No, we're not. We're really not going to have a Pokemon wedding.
1: Why? Because no, no. If we could have another wedding, though, yeah, what would it be themed? Would it be the, themed? Because you like have, themes, you like dressing up. I
0: oh, all right. It'd be
1: an excuse to get some more sparkly shoes, <laughs> maybe.
0: <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe it would be like a Star Wars one. That's too a popular. Yeah, it's very, too- very...
1: Yeah, yeah too I, don't, I don't know.
0: I'd have to have a think about it. A Louis Theroux <laughs> themed wedding.
1: A Louis Theroux themed wedding? Yeah. With all the guests just sat there going, we got to get through this.
0: It's very, very tranquil. It's very, <laughs> lots of questions for everybody. <laughs> 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 it's
1: a weird wedding.
0: <laughs> Literally a weird weekend of a wedding. Oh. There we go. See, brought it all round. Right,
1: okay. All right.
0: Anyway, talking of weird weekends, we've just announced our social, which is happening when, dear?
1: It is on Saturday, the 27th of January, 2024, in a shiny new year.
0: Exactly. So, this is going to be in Southampton. So, if you're in the South Coast, mm. or on the South Coast, in the South Coast, in, in the South Coast. <laughs> get out of the water because it's fucking cold <laughs> and, and come a, come ashore and come to our social. So Uh, tickets are already on sale for our uh, patrons and for our Discord members. That's people who have been to our previous event, but we'll be opening up over the course of the next week. So look out on Swing Hub, look out on Twitter or X, or whatever you call it, on Fab or whatever. Just
1: all over the place. Just all over
0: the place. Come and find it. Come and join us. It'd be lovely. This is going to be a real sort of, I love the socials, you know, real good party, real good getting to know people finding out absolutely about absolutely
1: no kissing apparently ever
0: no, no nope, not at all nope, that doesn't not happen ever.
1: never happens at a social mm
0: we, we <laughs> can neither promise nor guarantee anything throughout the course of this however it is a non-play event yeah so, no pressure and it should be treated as a vanilla venue so yes. within the boundaries of what you feel is appropriate for that you can of still course. dress up nice yeah you can still dress up nice <clears> it's going to be a nice dress to impress kind of thing not like yeah. crazy dress to impress but like come smart come smart okay. as fuck in fact I might call it the smart as fuck event <laughs>
1: <God>. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of festive things yes. I've got a snowball.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh don't be smutty
0: Okay so you've got the drink Known as a yes, snowball Yes you're being smutty And for people that have never heard of this thing... The
1: smutty one or the non-smutty one Either
0: which one is which
1: Or the smutty version of a snowball Is it when you come in someone's mouth And then they put it back in your mouth Yes Oh.
0: That's not what we're doing. Oh. No, I know. I'm just saying that is not what we're doing.
1: No, we're having I'm having an actual drink, which is a festive drink called a snowball, and I think it's advocate and lemonade. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. It's something like that. It's got it, it's like yellow, but it's like it's almost like fizzy Cream. Busy cream.
0: Yeah. It <laughs> always tastes it,
1: really it always
0: tastes out of date to <laughs> it me. It's not, not bad. It's but a
1: it's, very retro drink. It, it
0: is very, very retro. It's been going
1: for years. Ever since I was a kid, I can remember my mum and dad having snowballs and eggnogs and baby shams. It's one of those retro cocktail cabinet drinks that you always found <laughs> in your mum's house.
0: In yeah, like the, can... the drinks cabinet. Yeah, I remember having like a great aunt that had um like a drinks cabinet that had lots of those sorts yeah. of things. And probably um, some Spanish wine that was in a, like a net. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like
1: Mateus. I don't know. I don't well, there was a wine called Mateus that I always remember mum and dad used to get from like the local Indian takeaway when we used to go there for a meal. And it was always in like um, a sort of overly sort of bottle with like a big base and it did have a net.
0: Yeah, I just remember a drink with a (laughs) net on display and Um, lots of um, miniatures in there. But like, I I guess they would have been like very... Sort of retro brand, or bit of brands or old brands. sherry would be
1: in there, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, d- definitely a bit, hot, a
0: bit of that in there. Harvey's
1: Bristol Cream Sherry.
0: And probably some of those little cherries that you get. Not the good ones you get nowadays where they're super alcoholic. No, but just the, like the, old, the
1: bright red glassy yeah, cherries. The ones
0: you can see from <laughs> six miles away.
1: <laughs>
0: definitely. popping
1: a baby sham.
0: Yeah, exactly one of those.
1: So this is all about retro, retro cocktail drinks then. Well, well,
0: no, it's actually, this is about the winter wonderland. So yes, in summary fine, then, fine, right, fine. before we yes. dive into this.
1: Yes, winter wonderland. Come and listen to part two, because we talk about the rest of it. <laughs> and
0: oh, well, then, and then, then go and buy tickets to our social. Yes, because that'd be great. And also stay tuned for news about the next other big event, Ooh, which you may hear about.
1: about yeah, we, might, we may hint about it in episode two. We may, we may, in this, this episode. In, in
0: episode two, which is this episode, confusingly. Yeah, so in this episode, which is episode one for us, but actually episode yes. two in terms of continuity. We do give a hint as to when that might be. We do indeed. So... Um, The other thing that I want to say before we jump into that and play the thing, Mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you to everyone that reached out about our episode that we had uh, a couple of weeks ago about discussing uh, our dynamics and kind of where we're looking to take things. And so many people reached out and said that they were going through similar things or they'd explored that or to offer advice. And it's been absolutely wonderful to hear from so many people and really want to thank everyone that's kind of reached out and offered such kind words and support. It's been, been really heartwarming. Really
1: insightful. She has. Give me some things to think about.
0: Yeah. I mean, we haven't taken any further steps yet. It's been a busy couple of weeks, Mm. but I'm really sort of looking forward to continuing the conversation and keeping you folks updated as to how this all pans out. Are
1: you going to take things in a new direction? New
0: direction. (laughs) I see what you're doing there, wife. Anyway, let's play the thing. So, as we've said, we're here with Kate discussing the Winter Wonderland event, showing off really about all the wonderful times that we've had, (laughs) digging deep into some of the naughty times, sharing some stories, giving you some behind the scenes secrets and anything else? Oh,
1: spilling the tea, as the lovely Kate likes to say. Is it spill the tea? You always say spill the tea.
0: I love it. Spill the tea. (laughs) Yep, spill the
1: tea. See what I say? Spill the beans. And you're like, spill the tea. Ah, yeah, well, we, can, we can have like a bean and tea frenzy and spill all of it.
0: <laughs> this took a turn. Join us next week for leaf and bean <laughs> exposure, eh?
1: Foods we oh, no. want to spill.
0: <laughs> so in our last episode, we mm. talked about something completely different. But in the episode that we did with Kate, <laughs> we, we were speaking about leaving leaving to go to the club. So I want to talk a little bit about the the night at the club, how it went, what our experiences were, but to, to put it in context, Kate and, and Mrs. H were, were already at the event waiting to take everyone's details on reception. Now, obviously, I don't get to see any of this bit. How did it go? What's it like with all these excited people?
1: It's, do you know what? I love that calm before the storm bit where um, me and Kate like set up we very sensibly, hopefully we move our high heels because we're going to be standing up for a long time. Although I wasn't that savvy this time. I didn't take them off early enough. Um, however, we get all set up and we make sure everything looks nice. And this time we had um, a fantastic photo opportunity in the reception, didn't we, Kate, which was all set up. So when people arrive looking for their finest, they could actually take a moment to do something that they don't often get a chance to do in events like this because it's always you know, too busy, no phones allowed. And this time they had the opportunity to come in and once they checked in with um, myself and Kate, they could then stand by these wonderful uh, ceiling high banners and have a photo of themselves looking fantastic. And me and Kate were taking pictures of people if they wanted us to take them. Other people were sort of stepping in and taking pictures as well. So I like to think most people, although I think a few people managed to miss it somehow, managed (coughs) to get a really good photo of themselves when they came in. So Yeah.
2: I, I think we actually, I think we killed yeah. it this time. For, for being the biggest event, so again, we had uh, over 250 attendees and there's just the two of us. And I, I always, like you said, the calm before the storm. I always love it because we've got the CCTV footage yeah. of out the front of the, <laughs> the club so we can see when the oh, bus is coming. Oh, I know. Sort of
1: double <laughs> <And, and, and laughs> like, I always
2: here? Necessary part of our check-in process is that we go and get a, bu- a bottle of prosecco before we start yeah. checking people in, and uh, and that's always a funny thing because we're standing there, very refined <laughs> in our delightful dresses, <laughs> looking absolutely lovely, sipping on some <laughs> sipping on some prosecco, just enjoying enjoying yeah. the moment, and then we're like, "Fuck, bust. Yeah. and have to put the game, put the game glass face on. Down. But <laughs> I actually game face on because it you know it was it was a little bit chilly that night too, so we were really trying to pump people in, so to get them into the club, so they weren't mm. going to be freezing their asses off. And um, I, I have to say, I think it went really well, Mr. H. Um, I think that we were getting people through as quickly as we possibly can. I think we've kind of, now this is our third time doing this, so I think we've really got the process, I think, down a lot, a lot more than what we had maybe on our first or second yeah, run. Great. So, uh, yeah. And
1: I, the good thing is once we've kind of checked people in, we're already getting into the, the groove now of, you know, shunting them off onto the next tour that's available with Secret Stag and Secret Vixen, yeah. who <laughs> will occasionally like pop back and go, oh. Right, that tour's done. Who's next? And
2: then we, and then we shove yeah, shove Prosecco give them, like, in their cases. as well. A quick drink.
1: And quick, like <laughs> quick. Right, come on, let's go. And then Secret Vixen will come in and say, Hey, my tour is bigger than yours.
0: <laughs> um, maybe, maybe we need to get like a hamster water dispenser and just fill it full of Prosecco <laughs> so you can all be like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should get them. Yeah, like travel bottles or something. I don't know. Each time we we like make it bigger hit, and bigger and fast. bigger. Me.
0: So while you folks were doing that, I was back at the party party. Right. So this time around, I, I switched with Dow. Dow did the, the the tour bus, or the buses getting people there, and I was just left to schmooze around and ensure everyone was okay. And there was this moment when the first bus left, and I was like. I'm on my own now. I'm literally the only representation of all the hosts here.
1: I've got a question, actually, because I haven't witnessed this side of uh, the the stuff that you do. So how do you decide who gets on that first bus? Is it like a mad panic? (laughs) Does everyone like run for it? No, no,
0: they start queuing before the bus even arrives. And it's more about making sure... That, they, that there's no pushing, everyone's queued orderly, that they don't set the alarm in the hotel off.
1: Oh my God, that alarm.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that goes off every couple of minutes. Uh, trying mm. to prevent them from taking their glasses out with them and just really trying to get them into, yeah. Oh, that's a good so inhale. like herding cats then? It is a bit uh, like herding okay. cats. There is a marvellous moment where you get to sort of, there's some railings there and I sort of leant on the railings and was just chatting to people and just keeping them in good spirits because it was cold. They were kind of ready for the bus. They knew it was going to be there soon. And then, then it's once, once you get them on the bus, it is a case of knowing how many build up, getting them to answer that, getting them to try and behave on the bus because they're excited <laughs> and, you know, and, and sit where they should do that helps. But it, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad to be fair and, and Dow did the, the first two buses and then I did the last, the right. last bus. So it was, and that last bus, we pretty much had everyone waiting around ready to, to, to sort of go out there.
2: When you're when you're back there again, because Mrs H and I are just you know checking people in. When you're there, are people were people drinking in the bar? Were they flirting? Were they dancing? Like, what are people doing? Are they just sitting miserably there really <laughs> waiting for on the bus? Like, bar. what is that? I get a so there is
0: there is, oh, there is <laughs> always a like? contingent of people that are queuing, and some of them will always be outside. Right. Not very many will wait outside, but they 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 are there because they want to ensure they are on the next run. And you'll get the ones that are sort of waiting mm. in the little corridor bit of the hotel and they're sort of in that, oh, we're in the departure lounge and they may, they may have a drink or two. And everyone else <laughs> is still ordering drinks and interacting. There's Things are getting flirty. There's also sort of various sort of dotted bits of serious conversation going mm-hmm. on. And so, especially when you get to that last bus, it's kind of like, right, everyone, the last bus is on the way, it's going to be here, come on, finish up your drinks, come on. And then there's some interaction with the bar staff, because they, they're they sort of like, oh, are you all ready, you all set? And it's like, yeah, we're all good, everyone's, everyone's hunky-dory. But it is that sort of... Oh, and and inevitably, someone will have forgotten something, and they've got to the club, and we have to find whatever the fuck it is that they've <laughs> oh, forgotten. Oh yeah, that happened
1: this time. <laughs> Every <didn't it>? time.
0: <laughs> so there's the hunt for the whatever bag it is that's been left under the the thing. So yes. yeah. but it's it, it's a really nice atmosphere. The last bus tends to be a bit more chill because they're like, we, you know, we're, we're fine. We're we're going to be on the last bus anyway. We may as well just sit back and enjoy ourselves. And as soon as it's it get turns up, they sort of casually stroll stroll there. I'm like, come on, just get on the, get on the thing. You'll be fine. <laughs> just get on the and that, flipping bus. That's the great thing is when 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 everyone's queued up outside, whip in and, and, and just see you folks looking like you've been like... And
1: we're just sat there looking at the CCTV, CCTV, watching it fill up upstairs and going, holy fuck, there's a lot of people up there. <laughs> and then like the last <laughs> bus comes, we're like, okay, the last bus, here we go. <laughs>
2: I did like the fact that at some point Daryl just materialized in the reception area with two very very full glasses of yeah I know for you it's night. great um, because again we were also watching man that that bar's yeah. getting busy and oh uh, you know what I guess uh, just a just a pause real quick props to the penthouse playroom staff yeah. honestly they you know they do such a fabulous job of trying again you know it is a large group of people like I think they had five different bar staff serving everybody. And yeah, at some time, at, at points throughout the evening, there was four or five people deep waiting at the bar. Like that's just inevitable, right? You know, you know when you go to a New Year's Eve party or whatever, there's always going to be an element of waiting for a drink. They worked their asses off. They did an absolutely fabulous job yeah. yet again. Um, But I did enjoy the fact that I did not have to wait in line and put up with that because again, Daryl materialized with <laughs> two glasses of <laughs> white wine and I was like, mm, the Messiah.
1: Yeah, I mean, fair play <laughs> to that man. He He, like... It's like, oh, here he is. I was just thinking about wine. (laughs) Here he is.
0: It is quite funny because I guess we, (laughs) you know, as as hosts, we kind of go through that space of getting everybody in, getting them from the hotel to there, checking them in and all that sort of stuff. And by the time you can breathe, lots of people are in that space where they've already been chatting to people for a while. They've already settled down and it's only, I don't know, 45 minutes, 40 minutes. And then the place seems to dramatically empty where people are going off to play. Mm. Wow. That's,
1: yeah, I mean, we we don't make it upstairs like Kate says until sometimes about ten p.m. By which point, already mm. people have started drifting off into yeah. various play rooms. So when you're up there, do you see what how soon it is after arriving that people kind of do that?
0: I, I think there's there's about thirty forty minutes, and then then you see the generally the first oh. big groups or whatever disappearing. Interestingly though. Or is it the clever the, well, ones. You say they're the clever ones, but who was there at the f- like the second person at the food truck getting his chicken wings in?
1: <laughs> it was Mr. H. Oh man. <laughs> I was so happy That's, with that. Okay, I got
2: I, I, got, I got to talk about two 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 negatives again. You know, I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep this shit balanced so people just don't think we're just sitting here just having a having a Wonder Hoppers celebration podcast episode. So I was not a clever person, um, second in line at the food truck. I don't quite remember when I went out there, but I do remember at this point going, you know what, I've been wearing my heels for a while now. I'm actually not going to wear them outside. And keeping in mind, this is, it's getting quite cold, right, in the UK. And so I was like, you know what, I'm not going to wear my shoes out there because I don't want to stand in line. I don't have to deal with the high heel thing. I'm just going to go out there barefoot, not realizing that it was going to be, I think, somewhere in the realm of 45 minutes, if not two one hour of me waiting in line to get a hamburger. but By that point, I was already, you know, I was already in. Like my chips were on the table, like it's already in and you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And there were moments where I was like, I'm going to give up, but I was already half an hour in. I was pot committed at that point. And again, the food truck people were absolutely, there was two of them in the truck and they were working their butts off like they're honestly you know props to them I'm not slagging them off at all they were they were actually working their butts off really really hard it's just that when you've got that many people getting really delicious burgers etc cetera, yeah. it takes time and I honestly think that was a bit of that that did definitely kill the mood for, for me on a personal level and I know that some of the other guests kind of echoed that is that you're hungry you want something to eat it smells good it bloody tastes amazing but that waiting in line can really disengage you from what's happening yeah. inside the club. So, personal
0: story, a bit we of a negative for me. need two food trucks.
1: Is this the, this the answer? Or-
0: well, my my pack <laughs> to you then is perhaps given that there are four of us. Then
2: I know at some point one of us needs to be smart
0: enough for to everyone. Order yeah. for we just everything. need to make some decisions. Divide and, just, and conquer, and divide and conquer. This seems to be the sensible or way get forward. Get another food yeah. truck.
1: Don't. <laughs> I mean, there must be people out there, (laughs) little small business entrepreneurs who'd like to start a food truck for our events. (laughs) Come on, let's do this. You reach out if you want to be a food supplier. (laughs) uh, Yeah,
2: maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) So going back to kind of the sexiness and the atmosphere of the playrooms and everything else, do you think that there was any noticeable difference to people uh, playing earlier this time? And I'm, I'm Mm. I'm passing this to Mr. H because, again, by this point... Mrs. H. Yeah. and I are still probably behind the desk. So, again, we don't get to see that. We don't get to see the initial rush. And I know this time you're on the third bus, so it's probably a little bit different, but we don't get to see that that rush of people. People made the connections and then going away. So, do you think there was any kind of difference between play? Because I think the dress down started early. So, if the dress down started early, I'm gonna I, I think the play it did, did too. What's, I, I what happened? think
0: that people had or sort of made connections pretty quickly if they hadn't already made them. And and this goes back to that we've given them so many opportunities to, to, to make those connections. And it was very, very clear, very quickly that things were thinning out. And and people weren't leaving the club, so they were obviously going to the playrooms. But you don't notice it sort of in the ones or twos. It's just you turn around and all of a sudden you're like, oh, everyone's... Where yeah. 50 people go. And, and then you can hear 50 people and you're like, oh, that's where they have gone. So And and it was very <laughs> much... I didn't do a massive walk around of all of the all, all of the rooms or, or, or do that much of it. I did it fairly early on. But in sort of after a while, we ended up staying in the sort of social areas for quite a while.
1: What about the, the wet areas, the hot tub area? Because in I mean, my, my head, I'm like, why would I put all my makeup on and then immediately get in the hot tub when I get there, right? But I'm guessing people did, because people came and asked for towels quite early on. So I'm guessing yeah, they must people, have wanted
0: to go in there. People were, were going in there pretty quickly. Um, I think I did hear that mm. it was a bit cold the water oh. but i think that was probably due to the fact that they had a, a power cut earlier on in the day oh yeah
1: they had yeah
0: so uh, but people were still going still, in okay <laughs> and yeah into the, the the lukewarm tubs and they they still seem to be having a nice time yeah. but but it, yeah people seem to go there pretty quickly in fact people were loads more people were using the dungeon than i'd seen before
1: oh, interesting
0: I
2: was about to say that 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 was something that I really noticed as well. So we actually had um some some late arrivals, as in they bought the last tickets. So we we met a couple in uh, in a Croatia at the Croatian island takeover that we went to a couple of months back, and uh, they're actually from the UK. They kind of live um, I think maybe forty five minutes away from this pair of you. And I got a text message from her, and she said, "Hey, I heard you're having an event. Like, what's the situation?" And this I want to say this was two weeks before the event or something like that. And they snabbed the last tickets, but it was funny because they didn't hear about the event through me they heard about it through a person that would you believe they were in crete with wow. recently so i met them in Croatia. they were at, at another uh, they were at another event hanging out with people in crete and this other person had tickets to our event mentioned it to them and she was like i know kate text me find out what the The reason that whole backstory was there is because uh, i was watching she was in the dungeon and they were having a great time their little um, group and party together and they came out of the dungeon, sweaty, disheveled, sex hair. Um, I was three quarters of the way through finishing my burger and I'm like, hey, I fed them some burger. So they were stoked. They just got they just got off and then came out and I was like, do you want some burger? And they were like, fuck yeah, I <laughs> some burger. So they were like, this is aces. Like this party has been absolutely amazing. And I I would say that in that moment, there was more people in the dungeon than I think I've ever seen because I want to say at our last event at Penthouse, maybe yeah. two people I saw in that dungeon At one point I looked in there and there would have been 20 different people playing on the bed, playing on various pieces of equipment in there, if not more, you know, throughout the whole course of the evening. And I think – I did do a bit of a walk around the rooms at one point just to see were they full, were they empty, were people picking up after themselves, that sort of thing. And it it was chockers actually. I couldn't (laughs) couldn't actually see inside the room for the naked bodies and orgasms and moaning and, you know, cocks and pussies (laughs) and everything. I could not. At one point I was like, actually, I don't know what body part that is, but (laughs) get it, you know, in some of those rooms. So I think that, there was probably a little bit more play at this event than I think I've, I've seen at the So you did ones. manage
1: to meet Lord and Lady Fucktown?
2: <laughs> I did, yeah. Well, I didn't meet them because they were, you know, balls deep, as they say, but um, uh, they, they seem to be doing their job. So, you know, go you running running the town uh,
0: appropriately. <laughs> it, it was a really interesting one because it did sort of quieten down and it became very sort of just lots of people chilling out and the vibe continued from earlier on that sort of fun playful attitude when we were sort of sat down in the little social areas just carried on and people just seemed Mm. to be in a really really good space and 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 i think you know one or two people had their their moments and had their little sort of hiccups or 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 moments that, that that they had to talk through but there was far less of that than i've seen the previous than our previous parties
1: everyone seemed like they were having a great time. And yeah, certainly when we finally did manage to wind down a bit and sit in the social area and have, have a couple of drinks and some chats, because it was, yeah, quite a few people had gone off to play with us by then. And it just struck me, actually. Uh, they've, penthouse have had a little bit of a sort of shift around with things as well. And everything looks really lovely there. Mm, at the moment, yeah. it's, they've like widened the seating areas a bit and they've made it look a bit different. So, yeah, I would, I would agree.
0: What I did think was really, really good was the balloon arch upstairs. <laughs> and the reason. <laughs> and I want to talk a little bit about a, a behind the scenes moment that I'd like to share because I, I think often there's a, a lot of effort that goes into all of this stuff. And Penthouse put a lot of effort into dressing their place and making it look great. But also, we wanted to go down there and, and make some extra effort. So, this is uh, Kate, Mrs. H, and I. So, I don't know, about midday, we sort of shuffled over. into Mm. Penthouse where they they had a power cut at the moment. And we we couldn't actually see the whole of the bottom floor, which was the bit that we wanted to decorate with our (laughs) large banner and with the the sort of winter one, the the, balloons balloons and the snowballs and the lights (sighs) and the hanging decor and streamers, Streamers, all this sort of stuff. So we are... You know, we had the door initially open so that we could see and and let light in, but it was so fucking windy that it kept blowing the the banner over and (laughs) blowing everything around. And so we we sort of, in the dark, it was like an episode of X-Files where we were sort of shining torches, trying to put up this banner, trying (laughs) to stick things to to up and all this sort of stuff. And we had this marvellous little silver trail thing that we were hanging up over the door. And honestly... The shadow it cast in in the rest of that hallway was (laughs) scary as fuck. And I think Kate and I had both a realisation of this isn't very nice doing this in the dark with torches. (laughs) You're all going to die, Danny. But then out of the dark, a man appeared and we were like, holy (laughs) fuck.
2: (laughs) fuck. To say that place is dark when there's no, during daylight hours, when there's no (laughs) lights on and there's nothing, no doors open, to say that place is dark is an understatement. I was like, oh, she'll be right. We should be able to try and (laughs) know. We were not, we had like three torches going and yeah, again, there's comedy of errors, things that people just don't know. You know, when you rock up to an event like this, you're like, oh man, this is really cool. Oh, buses going to the club. Oh, fantastic. Oh, great. Great check-in process. Oh, look at the (laughs) decor. And in the background, you've got three people standing in the dark, one of them eating (laughs) an egg. egg. That Um, egg was so stinky. From that was the so servo. stinky.
1: <laughs> I tried to balance it out with my marmite
2: cashew nuts. Eating a bald egg from the servo that you've collected because you're <laughs> bloody starving in the dark, trying to figure out how to put a banner up. Um, that's the behind the scenes show, guys. It's all very razzle <laughs> dazzle it is. down my here. My
0: favourite bit was that, though, we took the balloons that, that Kate had made. She made a balloon arch, and it was lovely, uh, or a string of balloons. The back must have been about, what, 40 balloons, something like that? You created it upstairs because there was power upstairs. And so I sort of diligently brought it downstairs in an attempt to hang <laughs> it up. Couldn't really do it. Then you came down as well. And then the wind took it <laughs> and it just it went all the way through penthouse, <laughs> nearly all the way outside, just on this gust of wind. And it was just a comedy of errors. And in the end, I ended up tying it up next to the, the cage in... You know, near the main dance floor. But it was just this. I love these little moments. And then all
1: our snowballs came flying away. (laughs) 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 Every time a bloody door opens, like, for God's sake, it's like a snowball launching cannon going on. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, dear. We do these things for love, right?
2: So, other behind the scenes, uh, before we talk, maybe a little bit about the, the other things that happened at the event. Again, n- nothing, nothing is always perfect. I think for the most part, people were absolutely fabulous, but we did have one cheeky sod. <laughs> we want to talk the about cheeky the cheeky sod. sod. We
1: can talk about the cheeky sod. Yeah, absolutely, we can. Uh, so, it happened around about. I want to say about 11-ish maybe.
2: I was I, I was in the line. You at the were food in truck, the line. So I've <throat> no concept <throat> of time at
1: this point. And fun fact, I was covered in um, some ridiculously amazing sauce that my, my chicken wings had been covered in so um because i was lucky <laughs> enough to get some amazing chicken wings because mr h went and got them for me thank you so i just finished those and i was on my way to the bathroom to wash up and everything and as i came back um we we had the opportunity to review some cctv footage uh from the penthouse security team And um, it turns out the the cheeky sod that you've aforementioned managed to go behind uh, the reception and cause a bit of damage, it seems.
2: Yeah, so it it sounds like we had somebody who decided they were back there and decided to take what I'm assuming was like a bottle of Coca-Cola or something out of the the fridge. Um, And, you know, it... (laughs) And attempted to then, you know, once, (laughs) once approach that. No, I didn't do any of that. And it's like, dude, here is the footage. And then still continuing. No, I didn't do that. I don't know. Well, holding Um, said Coca-Cola, by the way. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) exactly. Oh, God.
2: (laughs) It reminds me of when I, when I was a kid, I actually stole a piece of chocolate from the chemist. Mum was picking up a, a script for some medication at the chemist. And I was like, Mom, can I have this piece of chocolate? It was sitting right in front of me. You know, a at at kid eye hide as they, as they did back in the day. And I was like, "Mum, can I have this chocolate? She's like, absolutely not. And I was like, no worries. And then I picked up the chocolate, put it in my pocket, right? <laughs> Super stealth. As we're walking back to the car, again, keeping in mind, I'm a young child. I was maybe eight years old, maybe seven. As we're walking back to the car, I pull the piece of chocolate out of my pocket and start consuming it. In front of my mum, who had just obviously not given me the money to purchase the chocolate. That's what reminds me of this particular individual who was like, "I didn't steal a Coca Cola." <laughs> was a his Coca-Cola, or the bottle of Coca Cola? I
1: know. So when I when I managed to find um, Daryl, who who came and assisted me just just to make sure everything was was dealt with smoothly, and I just wanted a second opinion to say, "Hey, can you just watch this bit of footage real quick with me again, and we'll just see what we're seeing here?" And he agreed, and then we we spoke to. Yeah. Cheeky and he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I wasn't doing anything. I was looking for a drink. Uh,
2: no, nah. Yeah. It's it's times like these when, you know, this, this is why you have yeah. security yeah. as well. Actually, most of the time security is actually not there for any um, malicious issues happening inside the club. Most of the time security is actually there to stop civilians from getting in, to tell the people that don't have tickets, sorry, you know, it's a private party, that sort of thing. I think that, you know, they did a really good job and I appreciated the fact that they brought mm. this to our attention without judgment on us because the the relationship we have to have with the vendors, with people like Penthouse Playrooms is obviously paramount. And I appreciate the fact that security have brought mm. this to you. You've obviously had a discussion with Daryl. It's been actioned. Yeah. They've agreed. You've agreed. And, you know, that person was removed from property. They've obviously been banned from our events because of the fact that it, yes, it was a it was a bottle of Coca Cola or whatever. Maybe it was two, three quid, or whatever it was. But that vendor relationship, that relationship between us and the club, and having somewhere that is safe for us to go to is so important. And also, just I just don't. We make stupid decisions. I think sometimes as humans, when we're drunk or whatever the case may be, and that's a stupid decision this person made. And unfortunately, just kind of that's that's yeah, it for them for us. Anyway,
1: but you know, at least there wasn't really anything else that, that the kind of security had to bring to our attention at night, which is brilliant. No, Yeah. You know, that was a, a very minor part of the, the whole thing. Thank goodness. But they dealt with it so smoothly, so well. And I don't think anyone really sort of noticed anything, which is nice.
2: True. You guys want me to read you yeah. some more stuff and yeah. you can yeah. stay off of it. Okay. So a third question we asked in the survey, we asked, uh, what was your biggest takeaway from the event? This person responded with the socialising aspect of the event is by far the most important part. We didn't actually play, but feeling that we were part of a big warm bubble of welcoming,
0: open community was amazing. Uh, that's that? exactly what we want to hear. Yeah, that's, that's
2: why we
1: do these things. That's why
0: we, yeah, that's that's why we're doing it.
1: And, you know, we've said to people time and time again, you don't you don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with and you don't have to go to um, an event that is, you know, in a, in a, in a venue that you know supports play you don't have to play you can just go and take in all the social interaction you want and get what you need from it and then sit back and think about it and then if you don't play it doesn't matter
0: or you can spend an hour waiting for chicken wings
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah chicken yeah. wing chicken wing yeah we can do that i agree i think that having that person say we didn't play is a real benefit because of the fact that we are, as podcasters, we're constantly telling people like you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, and you can just be wallflowers. Having that come directly from one of our guests, I think is is great. I'm 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 glad they felt comfortable enough to tell us that they didn't play without without fear or judgment. Uh, okay, so biggest takeaway: the people were excellent and helped myself and my partner feel comfortable. Uh, in brackets, we are still that's new. great. Uh,
0: I think we've again we've tried to make this as newbie friendly as we can. Each, each of these events that we've done has been very much focused on bringing new folks in and people that have been sat on the edge and thinking, mm. oh, I'm too nervous to do a thing. Uh, you know, I don't want to go to a club without a group of people that I know. And I don't know any people. And so many new folks have joined the, the, the events and become part of the community. It's, uh, I love this. This is, this is the bit that I really, and really appreciate. And
1: hopefully by the end of the event, even if you don't play, you will know someone on some level, even yeah. if it's just... I spoke to someone at the bar, I, I, you know, got a drink next to someone, I sit sit next to someone by the food truck for an hour (laughs) and uh, (laughs) made some conversation or put myself out of my comfort zone a little bit, even if it was just tiny baby steps into something that could be much bigger. And if they handle it right this time, then they'll come back again a second time without... Worrying, And then mix, maybe next time they'll be a bit braver or maybe they'll just do the same again because that's all they ever want to do. And that's, that's fine too. Yeah, But at least they're doing stuff to have a good time.
2: I think you're right when you say you don't have to do anything, but maybe you can make a connection yeah. for a future time. I think those are some of, like that to me is, is fantastic. Can you imagine turning up to an event and maybe you didn't play, but instead of thinking it like I didn't, have, I didn't play, therefore this event wasn't successful success for me actually walking away with four or five new connections and potential mm. dates on the calendar. Like rather than having one shag, one amazing shag in a club, you could potentially have four or five shags on your calendar over the next few months as you kind of start to go on dates and get to know people. Like play, maybe sometimes playing that long game is actually um, fabulous. By the way, here's one where they they did have all the sex. The community is just amazing and these events create such a unique safe space for new couples like ourselves to explore the lifestyle. We had our very first couple swap at this event with an amazing couple we met earlier in the day and the whole experience felt so natural, fun and safe. Really couldn't be more grateful wow, for that's, that.
0: That's again, that's, that's Brian. really fantastic. I think, there is something in what you're saying around that, you know, being able to connect with people and, and build those connections, though. I think, you know, sometimes it goes the way of, you know, you, you manage to meet somebody and you do get to play. But sometimes you you kind of build these relationships. So if you do keep coming back to the events, it's almost like seeing old friends. Like you, you saw them last time and maybe you only had a 10 minute conversation. But maybe next time you get something that's a bit different or maybe there's an escalation to that relationship.
2: And now this next one you're going to laugh about. So again, I asked, what was your biggest takeaway from the event? This person said, me freaking out about leaving my bag at the hotel and being told, don't worry, or we'll sort it and being reunited <laughs> with it in no time at all. Mrs. H, do you want to maybe just uh, share that little personal story, what happened, How how it <laughs> came about?
1: Oh, my goodness. So we were still at the check-in desk and I think we might have been in between coaches. I think there was one more coach left to go because yeah. it was Mr. H that found the bag. So we were still at the desk. This lovely chap wanders through, and he's like messing around on his phone. He's like, oh, I just need to call an Uber or a taxi. And we're like, hey, where are you going? Are you going? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah what's happened? And, what? and he's like, oh... Yeah, my, uh, my other half has left her bag back at the hotel, so I'm going to have to get a, a taxi now. She's going to be 25 quid and go back and find it and then come back again. And we're like, whoa there, just hold on a second. We will sort this for you because there's one coach left to go. <laughs> so we just had to make a quick phone call back to the hotel and they were able to secure said bag via the, uh, the Sherlock Holmes mr h here
0: i did i did actually <laughs> rifle,
1: describe the bag to you well, you described response. the bag to me
0: and i was like rifling through someone else's bag thinking it was that <laughs> Does one it look like, like this they're <laughs> like what, what are you doing with my bag oh someone's lost their bag i'm just trying to find it and they're like oh okay that's cool <laughs> but for this,
1: for this dude we you know we saved him 50 quid having to make two more uber trips i mean bless him, we didn't even think to ask us as if we would help but it was obvious there was something wrong so what can we do to help you we're not, we're not just here to yes. just do one thing, get you in and out of club and off you go.
2: Wait, it was, it was really funny because, so this is actually Jen uh. and Daz um, that, that this kind of happened to, but we were like, okay, what's in the bag? And he's like, you know what? It's my, it's my partner's lingerie. Like this is all her fault. It was her <laughs> responsibility to look after the bag and it's her, it's her bloody lingerie and rah, rah, rah. <laughs> and he, he was actually, he was actually yeah. not that grumpy about it, but um, he was more like just, this is such an inconvenience, you know? And, and, and so he's explaining the bag and, and we're on the phone. What I thought was the comedy of errors that now it occurred, aside from the fact the bag had been left. I, uh, I, I tried calling Mr. H, of course, he can't hear his phone. He's mingling with people in the bar waiting for the bus, right? So he doesn't answer the phone. I'm like, okay, he's not picking up. That's a problem. So I'll call the hotel. Um, and actually I didn't call the hotel. I actually called straight away to the deputy general manager. So I called the deputy general manager and he answered the phone and I'm like, hey, buddy, yeah, it's Kate. Um. Mr. H, there at all. <laughs> and he was like, oh, 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 okay. So you're not actually calling for me. Okay. Thanks very much. And I was like, Yeah, no, I don't actually want you uh at all. um Can you just do me a favor and can you be a bit an errand person and go and like find Mr. H? She says, Yeah, no, no worries at all. Then he hands the phone to an individual that was actually the male half of a brisk couple. So <laughs> A answers the phone, who's the male half of a brisk couple. He's like, Yeah. On, again, on the deputy general manager's mobile phone, he's like, because the deputy general manager walks up to A from Briz Couple who is actually an attendee at our event and says, here, the phone for you, Kate's on the phone. <laughs> he's, of course, going, what the fuck? Why would Kate be on the phone for me? And he, he goes, oh, okay, okay, no drummers. He answers the phone and I'm like, hey, it's Kate. And he, I can tell his voice. And I was like, why do you have the phone? <laughs> I'm actually looking for Mr. H. And he goes, oh, you're looking for Mr. H. I'm like, yeah, can you just pass the phone to Mr. H? Like, can somebody just give me Mr. H.? Then finally I, I get you. So, I, you know, A walks over, hands you the phone, gives it to you, and then I proceed to spend the next, I want to say it felt like 10 minutes, <laughs> probably more like five, explaining the exact design of the bag to you over and over again to the point where I was like it was an Adidas bag and you were like, no worries, um, I've got an Under Armour bag here and I'm like, a- Adidas, oh, there's a Nike bag here. I'm like, it's, a, a it's an Adidas, bag. Is it this it's one- a fucking black <laughs> And then just, you know, obviously like this is very one-sided so then Mrs. H is <laughs> standing next to me at the check-in desk across from Gem and and I'm explaining the exact, and I'm like, no, not the Under Armour. Again, it's an Adidas, it's an Adidas bag. And so she's there going... What the fuck is happening? Like, why is he not understanding? It's a black ass bag. Like what, you know, and just coming up with a, well, is it an, a camel shaped <laughs> duffel bag or a suitcase? No. Um, so that was the, the comedy of
0: errors. I mean, how
1: many the, bags uh, were you written around? The bag? Bag. There's so
0: many fucking bags. Know, yeah. And not one of them was where they, they said it was. This bag was significantly not in the I same place. I just wanted to
1: grab the phone and say, <laughs> get the crystal, come out, I, just get the crystal. But I, could,
0: I couldn't really hear very well. Also, I'd had at least two drinks at that point. So I was like, yeah, hey, this is... Oh, it's not this one. It's not this one. It's not this one. Oh, is it this one? It looks... Because it, it was exactly as described. But it was. It said like <laughs> air walk or something. And I was like, eh, can I hear that? Pro- I'm just going to have a look at it. And that's when someone was like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's really not your bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the good, good thing is they were reunited with the bag. And I think he was supremely grateful.
2: Yes. He, he was, I actually, and I did see her later in the evening with her lingerie and I just walked past her, I was just going in passing and I was like, that's a really nice lingerie, because obviously she knew. Uh, so I was kind of taking the piss at, at her a little bit, who was, who was, you know, very delightfully, very sexily wearing her lingerie. And I was like, nice lingerie. And she's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I Scurried off. Uh, so, so the takeaway from that is that every single person who perved on her in her lingerie owes yes, the new. That's what I'm hearing. That's the takeaway. <laughs> That's the takeaway. Uh let me see what else. I just want to maybe give you guys one more before you might want to close it down. Uh let me see here. Oh, this one's nice. So again, biggest takeaway and it's how much fun, how much fun this tribe of people are also how wonderful it is to be surrounded by like-minded people in an environment where you can be totally yourself having the whole hotel was liberating and there was no fear of upsetting anyone with conversations they may hear so it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier with people just being a bit bit more relaxed so that you don't have to you know have fake words or pseudonyms or anything like that you can you can just literally say yes no and then i was eating her out and not have to worry about the people surrounding you what do you guys think <laughs> about that?
1: i loved the um kind of Having the whole hotel, hotel to ourselves was such a relief because, like you say, you're not worried constantly that someone's going to be doing something they shouldn't and, like, someone's getting a blowjob in the corner of the lobby and you're like, no, it's going to be people. No, no, all good. We're in a hotel. You can do it, like, within reason, as long as it's consensual and everyone's doing it what you should do. But the main thing was having the whole whole takeover was just amazing. It was so cool to fill it with just like-minded people who could just have the the freedom to just wander around to the hotel rooms and people were decorating their bed doors. It was fabulous to see people just liberatedly like wandering around the corridors with like shots and in dress down. It was like, this is great. This is exactly what we wanted to happen. So people to feel like they're on holiday, actually. Even though for some people it was only yeah. one night and for some they were lucky enough to have a whole weekend, it felt like a holiday, felt like a complete little breakaway, an adult weekend.
0: Like, I, I, I love it. The measure of, of how well it went and how much community was was created and expanded upon, I think is really felt when it comes to that last moment when everyone has to go. And I always find that these things that we come away and it is quite, it's emotionally draining because you say goodbye to everyone and some of them you don't know when you're going to see them for a while. And And actually, everyone said the same thing, that it was really hard to let go of of that group and it was really hard to say goodbye so Um,
1: as a final thought then before we sum up should we talk about breakfast because the breakfast is
0: the (laughs) longest goodbye right it is it is the longest goodbye how long
1: do we need to have breakfast and say
0: goodbye Um, it's got to be at least three hours at least three
1: hours if you think you can do it in half an hour uh -uh. (laughs) I mean it might take you half an hour to navigate the weird category and get some breakfast you might as well spend two and a half hours (laughs) saying goodbye (laughs) over and over in that lobby for so long because more and more people drift in, drift down, get their luggage and you're just there for hours saying goodbye to people. And it's just lovely to see people hugging and swapping details and, you know, doing a little mini walk of shame with like, oh, I feel hanging, but oh, I have such a good time. It's just amazing. Yeah. That breakfast environment is is amazing. I love it.
2: I I will say too, I was, I was really happy that the hotel extended their breakfast hours out for us and they did everybody late checkout. Like when I rolled into the back to the hotel at, I don't know, whatever it was, one or two, whatever it was in the morning. And I walked in and the assistant general manager was still there because he was obviously looking after our event, making sure that everything ran smoothly. I walk in the front door and he's like, Kate, uh, 11.30, breakfast still finished, so we've extended it out and uh, everybody can sleep in and not leave and, and ah. everything until 12 noon. So, you know, they extended the checkout and you're right. I think having that breakfast the next morning is actually such a good shout. I'm I You you underestimate how energetic and how interesting that is and people get around and mingle. And I always try to go down even if I'm not eating and I try to like sit with people that maybe I haven't yeah. had a chance to talk to. Like that's one of my impersonal goals of, of the Sunday morning breakfast is – moving to some tables where I haven't had a chance. And I think I sat with six different tables that morning. Uh, again, I had a coffee um, and I think I, I came over to you guys at one point and had a croissant yeah. in my hand. So <laughs> that was, you know, uh, the length of time. But yeah, that's it definitely is, a highlight. It's really,
1: really lovely. I always do have breakfast, but I'm also very happy to have breakfast on the move. <laughs> and, and have another breakfast <laughs> and after and have another that. another yeah. breakfast.
0: But I think by the time you saw us, so we, we went to bed, I think, at 5am five, five five that five night and i think yeah. just a little bit of insight into the end of our night so we we were chatting to to a wonderful couple and we 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 in fact they they asked us if we wanted to play they did and uh, but this was at about quarter to 3 in the morning oh.
1: We never learn. This is the one thing we cannot ever seem to get right. We always manage to wait until the latest possible moment. Everyone's tired. I'm like, should we do this now? Well, that is the
0: swing of code, dear, obviously. But we, we did end up going into a room. And then after, I swear, after about four minutes in the room, there was a knock on the door. And we basically got got asked to to leave penthouse playrooms because they were <laughs> shutting down the club and we were pretty much the last people in there so that was that yeah. was quite a good a stay fun in power. yeah we 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 stayed on to the very end
1: switch the lights off and, put and, chairs on the table and again
0: <laughs> at, at the breakfast i think it was just us and um and one other person that was left and they they went and they were like okay we were like what do we do now we're like oh we're oh, supposed oh, to go home now
1: oh yeah, it was really, i was it felt like we what, should
0: have turned the hotel lights yeah. off on the way out yeah. you know <laughs> Although I did have a really nice chat
1: with the, um, the, the, your duty manager guy that you've been chatting to. <laughs> he had a really good chat with us um, while the last people were packing their car and he, he was just like, well, like, when, when's the next one? Like, hold on, just, <laughs> just give me a second.
2: <laughs> well, spoiler, spoiler as we get ready to say goodbye. Is there, is there an well, one? Well, I
1: think we need to tell people there will be another one. And should we give them a date? Because we made them wait until this, this segment mm-hmm. of the podcast, right, to tell them.
2: We can't give them a date though, because then our community members yeah. won't get first dibs, Ooh. you see. So, what can we what, I mean, we want to we tease. We, well, you know what? I'll tell you what. There is definitely yeah. another one coming, and it's very early in spring. Yeah. I Should think that, that is
0: absolutely fair. Hang on. Do we know when spring starts? Because we've taken flack for holding a Winter Wonderland event <laughs> in autumn.
1: <laughs> do we, we do. know our seasonal, we know our starts. seasonal things? <laughs> <laughs> yes um, okay it will be early, Well, spring spring but is what
0: there is there yeah. is something coming soon you'll hear about it in our communities over the coming weeks yeah. obviously it's very early days and we're yet to decide on a lot of stuff we are but we are but it, yeah. fucking excited about this one. and if
1: we can do another event with another room crawl and another takeover oh my god it's,
0: it's, imagine it's just going to be one giant room crawl it's going to be like a convention centre <laughs>
2: Come. Do we, do we want to say right now on this podcast, we had 10, 10 hosted rooms? Do we want to aim for 15? Is that something we're going to throw wow. out for ourselves? So,
0: someone came up to me with an interesting idea. Do we go for 20 rooms What's... and do a, an hour of 10 rooms and then an hour of the other 10 rooms?
2: Ah. Well, all the options. But for now, I think we have to, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a discussion it is. for another that's time, uh, I
0: think. That one that's is. something, yeah, we'll What's have to quandary? get the brain trust on it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah.
1: I'll see what your noodle are doing. We'll get penny in them as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, okay. What I want to say is that it was absolutely fantastic hosting the event with you, Kate, and also Daryl. It was our pleasure to, to hang around again and, and make so many people happy.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the takeaway for, for us. Uh, it felt like a lot of people went away really happy. Uh, I hope that's the case. And if there were anyone who didn't go away happy, then I'm really sorry, and please come and talk to us and tell us why. But they did
0: a survey, probably. Yeah, or yeah, well, answer the survey. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: and let us know what's going on. I, I, I do also. I just want to say, yes, again, thank you to the attendees because each and every time that you put your faith in us, put your time in us, put your money towards this coming to this event you know extending your stay on the friday night every time you make those decisions you know it's really humbling for people to actually even want to want to do that put that much faith in the fact that they're going to come to this stay a night or whatever spend the money do the themes get dressed up all the stuff spend this so much this time which is obviously a finite resource on on coming and it's just i i really really appreciate everybody turning up for us and Going back to the beginning of the first segment of this uh, this podcast, not making me live in a in a in a shelter out in the cold during winter. So thank <laughs> you for turning up for us because there were times there where I was really getting quite stressed.
0: Well, wife. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed.